while the Monocle Weekly takes a temporary break, we've continued conversing with some of culture's top movers and shakers around the world. In this special interview, Fernando Augusto Pacheco catches up with one half of Swiss electro duo Yellow. He talks to Dieter Meyer. The duo's back with a new album called Point, but Dieter also talks about his latest food ventures, a winery, restaurant, and now a chocolate. Let's take a listen. Maya, what a pleasure to have you here in our Zurich HQ. I've been a fan of Yellow for quite a long time now, and and you have a new album. I mean, it's quite exciting. Tell us a bit about the album's called Point. It will be released on the 28th of August, right? Do you have any anything that you did different this time? Not really. It's always the same process. Boris uh, lives more or less in the studio for quite a few years, and uh, finally, I'm being allowed to jump into his most wonderful musical paintings. And uh, my job is uh, the lyrics and the singing melodies. And it's always so incredibly inspiring for me that uh, it never takes me more than a day to do one song. And this was the same thing this time. Boris leaves me alone in the studio with uh, just uh, repetitive uh, music, yeah, and I sing along. I always start in a very unlanguage way, a, a Swahili English not existing dialect, and suddenly there is one phrase there, and from there I can pull myself into Boris's sound pictures. Well, I have quite a few highlights from the songs. I mean, I think perhaps the second single already of the album, I think Out of Sight, is so delicious, the beat, you know. And, and there's a part, actually, that reminded me of Mission Impossible, in a way. It could be perfect on a soundtrack of a film. But this is something very interesting, that uh, Boris's music uh, works very well uh, with movies. And I have an incredible story that uh, Joel Silver, this great producer, worked with us once. We came to uh, L.A. and he showed us the film and Boris had some uh, cassettes with him and it, it was the time still of celluloid editing. They played Boris's music and Joel Silver and his director, they couldn't believe it. They said, where have you seen that film? Nobody has seen this film because it fitted so well. you know. And even the big editors of uh, at Disney, they were using frequently uh, Boris's music because his sound and his rhythm fits perfectly. So that Mr. Eisner, at the time the boss of uh, Disney, uh, said, why do I always have to hear uh, the same uh, music? You know? And then the editor said, well, because it works so well. You know, it's a phenomenon. Boris's music to movies is a phenomenon. <laughs> And 
again, I'm very glad. I know you have other businesses, you did some acting as well. But, you know, Yellow remained consistent since, I believe, the late 70s. You always released an album. I think the last one was Toy 2016. Is that is that one of your main passions? I mean, Yellow, I mean, no matter how many business you have, Yellow will always be there, right? Absolutely. And uh, we are a very symbiotic team because Boris literally lives in the studio. He needs music to live. It's like an oxygen tent for him, you know, and if he's not doing music, he's uh, an unhappy man. From the very beginning on, you know, I met him when he was a truck driver. He had his shift till three in the afternoon and he would be in a very uh, simple studio till midnight and on and on like this. And he never had a career in mind. For him, music was an existential thing. He really lived his music. And to this very day, he always uh, is in the process of reinventing himself. You know, it's always fresh. It's always interesting. And I think the main reason why this is, is that he never starts with a very precise idea uh, for a piece, for a song. He starts just with uh, a, a little rhythm, a little sound, and there is his painting, his canvas in front of him, and then he does a little bit here, a little bit there, and then he moves on to the next. He's always working on 50, 60 or 70 pieces at the same time. And only when something, a painting in the middle of existing is inspiring him, he continues to work there and he surprises himself. You know, it's not, he's not preoccupied. He lets himself be driven by what's happening when he is finding sounds and rhythms. And uh, Dieter, one thing I would like to ask, I'm, I'm reading more and more about Swiss music in general. And one thing that I noticed around the time that Yellow was formed, Switzerland was quite avant-garde in some ways when it comes to electronic music. And I think not many people knew that, that there was quite a strong Swiss music scene, right? Yes, yes, yes. There, at, at the time, there was quite a strong uh, music scene. That's absolutely true. Uh, but uh, I'd say uh, that uh, Boris's approach was really uh, very unique because he used uh, sampling and uh, electronic music before it really existed. You know, he would record on a little tape recorder with whatever made sound. He would make a sound of this. He would make a sound of throwing uh, snowballs into a window, you know, and he, he was really the inventor. That's why they call him the godfather of uh, electronic music because he did this before it really existed. And then he had it on tape and he would pull his sounds over the tape. Blah, 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 blah. This could be his drum, you know. That's why he is very different from all the other electronic music makers. He never played an instrument. To this very day, he can't play traditional music, but he's a sound inventor and he plays with his sounds like with new instruments each time. And I think the combination of you two is it's excellent. Uh, and again, another track, if I may say, from the new album, I do like Spinning My Mind, again, with his... It's quite sexy, electrifying as well, the beats and your amazing vocals in it. I would say that's definitely one of my favourites as well. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. This it, it's probably the most uh, attractive singing track uh, uh, for me. Spinning my mind, and uh, we did a very, very funny, very Dadaistic uh, video with with it. You can you can laugh when you see this. You know, I'm doing all kinds of absurd uh, little gestures and things. Well, it, we always have a lot of fun when we do the videos. You know, that's uh, still a piece de resistance of uh, of what we are doing after the music creating the videos and Dita, was this album made during uh, lockdown i mean during those months where we had coronavirus i mean i was just curious when did you record it, uh, the album how was we, the process we, we finished uh, last year mm -hmm. the end of last year and so we were not uh, really disturbed by uh, corona not not at all we we delivered uh, the album and universal was very happy with it and uh, they are promoting it uh, seriously you know which is not always the case we are very lucky to be with this company for a long time and uh, they always of course complain a little bit because they have to wait so long from one album to the next but this is Boris's way of working he never would release one or two pieces he works as I said on 60 70 pieces at the same time and suddenly 50 are finished you know and uh, I'm back in the studio but you're, you're a busy man yourself I mean you have this other side of you which is this incredible businessman, you have a strong connection to Argentina. So tell us for our listeners who perhaps don't know much, but you're very involved. You have this, you have a restaurant here in Zurich and in other cities as well. You know, you have a winery. Dieter Meyer is, is so much more again than Yellow as well. Yeah, you know, I always had this uh, mentality of creating things. And of course, uh, I was very involved in agriculture since I'm a little boy. I was fascinated. I partly grew up in the countryside of Switzerland. And then like 26 uh, years ago, I started to buy land in Argentina, an organic farmer there doing nuts. We have a beef uh, production there, very important. We have a very nice organic wine. You know, Argentina is a wonderland mm. uh, for uh, organic production because you can go with your product where the product has an ideal uh, situation to produce. Right now, I have a very ambitious project, which is actually more than a project. It's, it's a factory. I developed uh, a new type of uh, chocolate, the truth of chocolate, you know, chocolate as it is being sold today has always artificial flavor, not the flavor from the cocoa bean because they roasted and they toasted and it, it, it's a, a lot of aroma is lost. And then in a normal milk chocolate, you have 60% of sugar, you know, which is so dangerous. It should not be allowed to sell this. And this was my approach to this project. I wanted to have a chocolate that has only 10% sugar and the full aroma of the cocoa bean and finally with some scientists uh, we got to the result we had the first small factory and now we are building a rather big factory and we start producing this uh, December and is that in Argentina or no 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 that's in Switzerland that's here we are very lucky we found uh, a great place just like 40 minutes out of Zurich where we are rebuilding a factory for our purposes and we can grow with the people who are interested like all the big players in chocolate are wondering what exactly is this and some very big players are very interested in what we're doing it's as important as being organic we are saving uh, the people 
who depend on uh, this uh, type of crystal sugar. You know, it's so bad and it's so unhealthy for people. And uh, and people don't realize sometimes how much sugar. Well, there in are. in England, there is even a sugar tax yeah, now. Yeah. You know, because it's uh, a lot of people get sick for the rest of their life mm. with with diabetes. You know, it's it's so bad. The whole industry is basically one big lie. They don't communicate really how bad sugar is and they don't communicate that they have to buy all the aromas from the aroma makers. You know, it's artificial aromas. They, they lose the natural aroma of uh, the cocoa bean. That's why one of my claims, one of my slogans is uh, finally honoring the cocoa bean. And are you looking forward to go back to Argentina? I know it's difficult traveling uh, at the moment, but you're there quite quickly. Oh, absolutely. As soon as they open, I'll be back because I have some other agricultural projects there down in Patagonia and uh, I'm in love with Argentina despite all the problems of the country you know it's it's like a, such an immensely rich country which unfortunately is run by politicians who are uh, ruining it since uh, Perón took over uh, in the 50s you know it, it was one of the wealthiest countries in the world and would be a big industrial a food producing country being very prosperous without this uh, Peronist uh, leadership. Just to tell, I'd just like to know more about, about the restaurant scene. I haven't been to your restaurant in Zurich, but there, you also have a, a stand outside Globus. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I've ate it. Well, it was wonderful. Yeah, good yeah. quality meat. You well, know? you know, uh, uh, good quality meat is not that difficult. Mm. You just need uh, uh, the, in the Pampa Homeda, you need the grass mm. and you need a good gaucho and you need uh, good uh, animals and then you produce uh, the perfect beef. But very rarely in the whole world you can have your animals all the year outside with uh, enough food, you know. And Argentina in the Pampa Homeda is just uh, absolutely perfect uh, to breed. Oh, that's fantastic. And listen, I'm very curious about your chocolate. So hopefully we'll talk again and we'll do some chocolate tasting. Oh, uh, you should, you should. Uh, <laughs> my, my, uh, I have a first little shop, uh, a, sort of a, a testing shop uh, at uh, the Storchen Hotel right near the river Limat, you know. Mm -hmm. It's called Würe. And there you can uh, get my chocolate even now. But uh, of course, we are looking forward to produce in the big factory an even better product than what we have now. Right. Monaco's Fernando Augusto Pacheco there talking to Dieter Meyer, one half of Swiss electro duo Yellow. Do check out their new album, it's called Point, and it's available now. This interview was edited by Maylie Evans, I've been Augustin Bachelari. Until next time, goodbye. <laughs>